Hello, welcome to the Leadership Diaries. It's been a little while. Uh, I've done that criminal offence of being uh, working too much inside my business uh, rather than on the business. That's the official way of describing it. Um, so this week we're going to get in back into the habit of uh, Leadership Diaries every single week and we have another couple of special things up our sleeve uh, including another uh, podcast coming out of the US which is going to be very very cool. That one we're going to dig deep into some of the trickiest questions we will ever ask and we'll struggle and fumble around trying to answer them. Um, the reason being is we really want to challenge um, not just the everyday part of business but kind of how that informs humanity, leadership and everything in between. So uh, watch this space for that. But what I'm going to do is actually for Leadership Diaries, I'm going to try and fire off a few quick learnings and uh, wins and I'm sure there'll be plenty of losses too um, on what's been happening in our world, my world as a leader and share them with you. So I've got a little list this week, you see, look, authentic, uh, fully uh, fully documented. So the first one is really interesting and then interesting in that um, LinkedIn is one of my tools in my trade. It's where I find a lot of uh, my insights, great people, um, quite a lot of plebs as well. We just don't listen to those. Um, and actually finding my voice as a leader, as a person, as a practitioner, whatever you want to call it. And during um, April and the last couple of days, in fact, the last 24 hours, I've made some massive learnings around content and language and words and the impact of them. So I want to give you a quick insight about a few, I think they're wins or they're more lessons, in that I've had three posts go viral, whatever that means. And I want to share the differences in them and um, how curious I am about why they went viral. So the first one was about the uh, New Zealand-Australia uh, bubble finally opening and how that would impact um, people. I've got plenty of friends that have been horribly, horribly impacted by the lack of travel um, in their businesses, losing businesses, losing staff, losing tens of millions of dollars plus everything else that comes with it, the mental health, the um, relationship breakdowns, everything that COVID didn't actually apply to people's health. It was all the other stuff. And that got 9,000 views. It was about 150 words, very simple, timely, related to something that obviously impacted a lot of people in my network, 9,000 views. Okay, cool, whatever. Second one was particularly interesting to me. Um, I commented on a piece about race and white privilege, etc. And I said, well, my point of view is often that language is used uh, as a weapon. Whereas actually, to me, the conversation this gentleman was actually um, trying to have with his network was about um, in input versus output. And I said, well, fundamentally, I believe one of our biggest challenges is a lot of people don't put the work in. And that's got nothing to do with race. It's got nothing to do with skin. It's got nothing to do with countries. I think we live in a society where we're not just quite working hard enough. You know, there's a lot of entitlement and there's a lot of expectation. And entitlements, the first podcast I have with Joy um, on the podcast we're launching later this week. Very straightforward. I believe in the work, I believe in hard work, and I believe in making your opportunities. Very straightforward. I don't think that is a race conversation. I think it's a human conversation. It's a mindset conversation. Anyway, came under a bit of attack, being called triggered, 
and some other nonsense stuff, which I thought quite entertaining. So I thought, okay, I'll pursue the conversa conversation. What I learned very quickly was that actually these people, and, and I mean these plebs, um, are looking for, um, they're looking for compliance. They're not looking for conversation. Very, very interesting to me, the human challenges that we're going through now. Now we have these idiots that sit on these things and actually have never had an original thought. Um, 20,000 views, 21,000 views. Found it fascinating. What was interesting though is that the title up front was about what had happened, but the context of the conversation was about the work. I'm not interested in the race, the color, blah, 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 blah. I'm more interested in the human element, how we suck at being nice to each other. We suck at giving each other opportunities and we generally suck as a species. That was my point, but of course people don't read that. They're just looking for the headline and they're looking to respond emotionally. So that was 20,000. This one I really like, 81,500 views as of about five minutes ago. This is really interesting to me because this was about Rutgerd Kipling's um, If poem. Been around for a long time, beautifully crafted piece of prose, um, wonderfully challenging in nowadays um, thinking or lack of thinking, and it was beautifully um, spoken by Sir Michael Caine. Now, I was shared this by a friend of mine. I really connected with it. It's beautiful, it's wonderful, it's inspiring, it's real, it's everything you can imagine. And I've been thinking about how we use language in the morning and how we use words to attack and words to defend. Whereas actually we don't really understand the words we're using. So I said, look, this is interesting. I thought I understood language. And then I was just blown away by watching this two minute 50 video that just was so crafted and eloquent and wonderful and a great use of language to inspire and motivate. Anyway, didn't think much of it, threw it up on LinkedIn. By the end of the day, it had something like 70,000 views, 60 um, shares, etc. And it got me thinking, some of the stuff that is published is there to get a reaction. This I just put out there just because I thought it was wonderful. The responses by strangers from all over the world was, my parents shared this when we were kids. This is something that inspires me every day. I have this on my wall. I have this on my office wall. I have it at home. I read the poem every week. And it suddenly made me realize that sometimes the good stuff is the stuff that needs to go viral. And my intent was just to share it. And it was wonderful because I, in fact, have it printed on my wall. My best friend and business partner has his, uh, it printed on his wall. And the first time I heard it openly in the open forum was with Brené Brown in Sydney. And it moved me. And I realized through all of that, the language we use can either build or destroy the conversation the relationship, the society, etc. And I thought that was really interesting. Out of the three, I'm really, really glad that the one that was there, that was crafted, that was beautifully put together, thousands, 80,000 people so far, of every shape, size, creed, country, um, they all basically had access to LinkedIn, but they all were inspired by this two minutes 50 of essentially saying, 
that we have to live and breathe our lives. We have to go through experiences. We have to go through the trials and tribulations. And then we'll understand what life's all about. No color, no creed. It's just the way we can live our lives. So I thought that was really, really cool. So sometimes you just find a little bit of gold and you put it out into the universe and the universe decides that that day, that moment, that we all need to be reminded of what good looks like. Um, the second one related to that was that essentially I put it out there with no expectation. I don't really care that it went to, you know, it was distributed by 80,000 views. Um, it's amazing to me. It's amazing to the team. It's, we're watching it like some kind of weird spinning wheel. Um, I did that because I loved it. I thought it was amazing. I wanted to share it. So I think that's the other lesson. Number two is do things without expectation of a result. Now, I'm now not trying to look for videos to get viral effect because that's of no value to me. To me, it was the fact that these people connect with a piece of content that I just loved. It's very straightforward. We need to do more things without expectation of something in return. And, and just to put good out there, sounds a bit corny, but we need a little bit of that going on. We need to just put good stuff out there. We don't need to benefit from it. We need to just do better. Um, number three, this is a technical one. Uh, we're going over our quarterly strategy and we do as we do every Monday and I do most days. And I suddenly realized through reading The Infinite Game by um, Simon Sinek, that we have a lot of finite elements in our lives. We have goals that stop us in our track. We have figures in our minds. We have things that don't allow us to move infinitely forward. Now, obviously, we only have a short amount of time on this planet, so we may as well use it usefully. So something I did this week is I removed our quarterly financial goal from our strategic plan. Not that it's not there, but it's not what we're working towards, because I realized that actually... The goal is not to hit the figure, but to create an abundance of opportunity in what we love doing. And that figure will turn up. And I think this is really a far more exhilarating way of working because you're not chasing that number, that financial number. You're, you're looking and creating opportunity that will actually it could be half the number, it could be twice the number, it doesn't matter, it could be within a dollar of the number. And it's something that I found over the years that those figures often trap you. So I've just removed them. So we have an annual budget that we're trying to achieve, but to me it's like how can we do things that will move us closer to achieving our goals? And that comes through um, opportunity. It comes through for us, it's social media, it's we're just about to launch a book, um, we've just signed up with uh, New Zealand Trade and Enterprise, um, etc. We're just creating as much opportunity as we can and then that will help us yield the financial rewards we want because opportunity is infinite but that figure is a static point in time. And the fourth um, learning and we've been doing this in abundance during April and that's actually part of our strategy is looking for new things. That cliched old thing, if you do what you, uh, if you do the same thing over and over, you get the same results. And the things that got you here won't be the things that move you forward. So we're stepping into all of these new arenas. You know, we're about to launch a book. Said, talked for years about a book, but Cam's been working on our first book, which is we actually think is pretty good. Um, so that's kind of exciting and kind of scary because because you kind of putting it into this format that has this perceived value. 
So more about that next week. Um, we are an international business, but we realize we're an export business of IP. So we're engaging with New Zealand Trade and Enterprise to see how we can build that IP in a different way and go overseas with it. Um, we're trying to do things that are non-conventional. Like if we've done them before, some of them are business as usual, but we need to do new things. So those are the big four lessons that I've had in kind of the last uh, month and some of them in the last 24, 48 hours. And they're all the things that are happening within a business beyond budgets and forecasting and clients and sales. They are the things that are making up our world right now. And I know they are both exciting and overwhelming and challenging and wonderful. Um, but the point is, like that post, Unless you put something else out, in, something into the world, the world and the universe doesn't know you exist. The idea in here isn't an idea, it isn't a reality until it's actually out in the world. So the big lesson is be present, be in the world, risk things. Um, if they don't work, it's good because you know what doesn't work. Um, you can't sit in a hole and hope for someone to find you. You need to be out, you need to be present, and you need to be doing things that challenge you. And it's the ultimate discomfort growth. So there are four um, big wins, big learnings, big lessons in the last um, few weeks. And I promise each week, I'm sure we'll be bringing lots of wins and learnings, etc., cetera, um, moving forward. But that's just what we've got on our plate at the moment. And I hope there's some learnings in there for you. When it comes to LinkedIn, you don't need some bullshit LinkedIn course. Create some content that interests you, find people that it interests, and move forward. End of course, that's yours for free. Um, do things without expectation, just do good things. It works, there's no strategy behind it, it just works. Um, make sure you're chasing the right things. If you have time, read The Infinite Game by um, Simon Sinek. It's a wonderful read. Um, I'm halfway through and I'm inspired to hell and I'm taking action on it. And also number four, just look for things you haven't done before. Try things you haven't done before and you never know, you might get different results. So that's The Leadership Diaries, lots to digest and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.